Hello, guys. My name is Cedric Atankana. I'm the CEO and co-founder of We Cash Out. Hey, it's Kellen. And today on Diversified Game, you guys are going to get, you know, one of my favorite topics, some African game. I have a founder. I'm just going to call him Chief Cedric because we cash app soon. He might even have his own crown. He won't put it on himself, but because of the problems he's solving um, in Africa and specifically in Cameroon that I know of, you know, we're going to give the people their flowers, their crowns, if they accept it. And Cedric, I just want to jump right into it. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm very good, Kellen. Hi, everyone. Tell everybody, because especially for the African audience, but, you know, give your full soliloquy because the European and the American audience, Australia and Asia, I haven't forgot about you guys. They might say, what do you mean this solves a problem, especially in America? Because Africa's mobile money is far advanced more than America. Like you guys, you know, you use mobile money more. Africa is advanced. When they say, oh, third world, I say, no, 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 America. (laughs) Come to America. You'll see third world because we don't even know how to use mobile money until a couple years ago, the masses. They're like mobile money. Like that's not a thing besides PayPal. So tell people what we cash up is all about. Yeah, thank you so much for this intro. Uh, you know, just to give uh, give us a, a bit of context, you know, Africa today is one for 1.4 billion people, and uh, we have 54 countries uh, with more than 42 uh, currencies, local currencies. So compared to the US, where you have a three, 300 million uh, population with one currency, Africa has 42. So, so the continent is really fragmented. So this is also one of our, say the, the weakness of, of, of the continent. The continent is big, but it's really fragmented into 54 countries, 42 uh, uh, currencies. So this means that we have 42 uh, local regulations. This makes it very difficult to, you know, uh, to move money across the continent. So... We have 90% of the population that is not using traditional banking services like uh, cards, say Visa cards, MasterCards, a bank account, and all. But our people, so most of our people use mobile money. So what is mobile money? So mobile money is just a, a mobile wallet attached to your SIM card. So you just buy a SIM card. Let's say you fly to Cameroon today, you land, and then you need a SIM card just you know, to make phone calls and uh, you know, browse internet and all. So once you buy your SIM card, automatically your uh, a, a mobile wallet will be uh, attached to your to your phone number, and then that that account, that virtual account, you can reload it by walking to an agent, what we call here a mobile money agent. That is just the equivalent of mom and pop stores in in the US, just really like informal businesses. You go there, you give your cash to the mobile money agent. And then the mobile money agent will send you the digital money to your mobile uh, account, so to your phone number. And then that digital money can be used to, to be transferred to somebody else and you can use it to make payments. So that is what mobile money is all about. And then 
uh, when you look at mobile money today, um, you have uh, mobile operators like uh, Safaricom in Kenya. That is the number one. So, you know, mobile money started with them in Kenya. We have others like the South African mobile operator, uh, MTN, Orange, Vodafone, and all, many of them here. All these mobile operators leverage like these mobile money agent distribution network. You know, in Africa, there are 5.8 million mobile money agents. You know, mobile operators cannot exist without these agents. Even when you are in the US, at a certain point of time, if you are a foreigner, you want to buy, you know, a SIM card, you need to load it quickly. You need to walk to, you know, a shop where you buy it. And uh, all these small shop owners are the people who are making mobile money be successful in Africa because when you want to load your account, you have to go to an agent and, and uh, they are practically everywhere. And then we decided to focus on these agents to try to understand uh, their role in the ecosystem. And we realized that mobile money success is really key driven by these people. If you remove these mobile money agents, there's no mobile money in Africa. So there's no, if there's no shop where you can load your account or withdraw cash from your account, mobile money doesn't exist in Africa. So uh, these are really, I would say, the, 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 the key players of the ecosystem. And then today, if you put yourself into their feet, these agents process like they execute two key operations per day. So their, their business is summarized in two key operations. If you have your account as an end user, you go to an agent and the agent will send you the e-money uh, in your account. But to do that, they have to dial very long USSD codes like star one, two, three, star your phone number, uh, star the amount that you want to load into your account, star their pin code to, for security and hash. So sometimes they have to dial like 50 digits to load your account. So, so at the end of the day, they spend like like they, they make they spend like hours dialing these codes to load and withdraw money from, from end users' account. And sometimes they, they make mistakes and money goes to the wrong number, and then they, they start fighting with the clients. And then their business is also really manual. So they write every single operation in a small notebook. And uh, at the end of the day, you know, they spend 30 minutes, one hour to calculate how much commission they make per transaction. So we decided to focus on them. That's that where we cash on, comes in. We built an app that aggregates all the mobile operators in the country. So if you take the country, a country like Cameroon, there are two uh, mobile operators in the country. So instead of having one phone per mobile operator, the way they're doing today, they have one single smartphone where they have all their mobile operators all their, their business, the job has been automated. So instead of dialing star, one, two, three, star, blah, 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 to execute operations, now uh, they, they make it in, in seconds. And their bookkeeping is also uh, automated. Today, they have to write everything down manually and spend one hour per day to calculate how much commission they make every single day. Today, it's automated. And just to give you an idea, uh, the WeCash app process more than 10 billion US dollars in the last 15 months. 10 billion US dollars in one country, Cameroon, with more than, with about 150,000 agents. This is completely crazy. And in sub-Saharan Africa, because the vision is to cover the whole of Africa, sub-Saharan Africa accounts for 
5.8 million agents who processed 1,000 billion U.S. dollars in 2021 only. So one year, 1,000 billion U.S. dollars. So we decided to focus on these informal, small informal businesses, bring like technology tools to help them uh, work with more security, help them do their bookkeeping in real time. And the Wikashop app works with no internet connection. This means that we are able to reach mobile money agents even in rural areas where there is no internet connection. You know, when you are sitting in the US or in Europe, you know, it's really difficult to imagine your life without an internet connection. But in Africa, we still have people in, in places where there is no internet connection. But people live there. Mobile money agents live there. So we decided to, uh, to make sure that no one is left behind. So basically, that's what WeCashop is all about. We automate, secure, and make it easy for mobile money agents to sustain the mobile money industry in Africa. Well, congratulations, because that was no, that was not, you know, small at all. And it wasn't, I'm sure, easy, but I just want to make sure, because you said, you know, for Cameroon, and you also mentioned Kenya, Uhaligani Kenya, and everybody out there. But this is a job for people that it sounds like, you know, people in Cameroon have been able to get paid as well, they'll becoming agents. And I just want before the rest of Africa says, can I get paid too? Um, it's something that you want to branch out to um, most, if not all of Africa, correct? Exactly. The, the, you know, the, the problems that I was explaining, because it, it is easy to understand the solution when you understood the, the, the problem. That's why I spent a bit of time to explain the whole problem. And the problem that I was explaining is just the same everywhere in Africa. No, no matter if you are in, in Kenya, Senegal, I don't know, Cameroon, uh, uh, Morocco, or South Africa, these problems are practically the same everywhere. So the solution that we built uh, of course, we started with Cameroon as a pilot country, and the vision is to expand that solution to the world of Africa. We are currently expanding to Nigeria, to DRC, to Cote d'Ivoire in the coming months. And uh, yeah, we are looking for partners, people uh, who can help us expand to, uh, to every single African country because we have mobile money agents everywhere. And you know, I have the humility to recognize that, you know, as a human being, we cannot just, you know, solve these problems everywhere without the help of other other people. So that's also why we decided to open our share capital to, uh, you know, to receive new investors. And we are targeting investors in every single African countries. And these investors and partners will help us expand the solution to every single country. So if, if you are an African sitting in any African country uh, in the world and you would like to get into this man or girl, you know, just ping us. Yeah, I'd be happy to work with you to expand this solution to your country. And can you talk about for the agents, um, you know, right now, what's the monthly average that they are making? Because as you know, we have so many talented people in Cameroon with PhD, master degrees, but they're driving taxi right now, yeah. you know. Um, so it, just give some some idea of how much that average person is making. And if you know what, you know, the top star in, in uh -huh. the country is making just to inspire somebody. Yeah, uh, today we, uh, we have agents who are processing about 
$3,000 per day. This is the, the volume that they process and they make a, about 1%, a 1% commission per transaction. This is around $30 per day. And when you do it like times 30 days, because they work every day, no, no, nonstop, it's around $900. And uh, if you make $900 uh, locally in Cameroon per month, man, you're not a, you know, a poor guy, <laughs> which is really, um, I'll say it, for, for the local context, it, it's, it's not that bad. So these people are not, are not poor people. And I, and I met people who make like $9,000, $10,000 per month in Cameroon, which is absolutely crazy. This is the smallest mobile money agent, you know? And then on top of them, they are wholesalers. So, you know, uh, the way mobile money, the mobile money distribution works is you have the mobile operators, let, let's say MTN or Vodafone, any big mobile operator on top there. Uh, they sell the e-money to what we call here master agents. These are really, you know, big, big people, like people who have like invested a lot of money into the mobile money industry. They buy uh, e-money uh, e for, let's say, one, two, three, five, five million dollars every single day. And then they have to resell to smaller agents. And then these smaller agents resell to the, uh, to the mass market. And I know people with uh, 20,000 agents. You know, I know master agents who have like 20,000 agents. So imagine making $900 per day times 20,000 agents, which is absolutely crazy. So that industry has a lot of money, a lot of potential. And uh, yeah, so I really encourage people, the people who are listening to us to stop seeing mobile money agents as, you know, poor people because they are not. And uh, I have to say the master agents make like thousands times more than that. So it's, it's, it's a very big industry with a lot of money. And unfortunately, they still face a lot of uh, issues, and uh, that's where we—that's why we are there to to support support that industry. Yeah. Now, with somebody making you know that that amount of money, you know the top stars, the master agents. What is it? Is it their location that they're at? Have they duplicated themselves where they've hired people, so they've taken over a whole block? I mean, it almost sounds like um, it could get very territorial and folks say, you know, you can't operate here. This is our, our area. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So explain that, please. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is a very good question. Exactly. That, that's how it works. You know, mobile operators, uh, did their best to organize the ecosystem to avoid like uh, having master agents fight each other. So each master agent generally have its own territory where you know they operate. Uh, mobile operators today, in average, what I what I saw during the last uh, uh, years, uh, we have around thirty, maximum 30, 30 agents, master agents, sorry, uh, per country. And each like has, a, I'll say, a very large territory that they manage. And in that uh, territory, they have like smaller agents that they, uh, you know, they feed every day. Uh, and that they make sure the mobile operators make sure that master agents don't fight each other. 
and uh yeah that, that's that's how it's organized got you that this is this no this is that's good when you say you know no fighting i almost want to claim my own territory in limbe <laughs> and in Simeon, and that's a big territory to, to, to cover but um, <laughs> exactly. I, you know yeah say meet me at the white house you guys in Simeon. we are going to organize properly where um we we, we can do this when you came up with this idea, um, talk about when, you know, the support you received or that people thought you were crazy, you know, when you said, <laughs> this is what I want to do. And did you have a team of people or was it something with your, you know, your, your highly um, educated uh, school of Alibaba, I think was the last thing you went to. Yeah. But it surely wasn't the, the only thing. I mean, this guy, you know, front end, back end, you guys, you guys can go on LinkedIn and go see all the accolades, <laughs> but Talk about when you just started and said, I have the idea. And I say that, Cedric, because so many entrepreneurs um, never got support. And so many people who want to be entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, they never start because they listen to their mother, their father, their husband, their wife, tell them you're mad. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's exactly, you no. Know, I think... All, all the entrepreneurs go through go, go through that. Just it's, it's a little story behind how we started. You know, I was still a student at um, Polytech Marseille in France. You know, I was born and raised in Cameroon, and uh, yeah, lucky me, I got accepted uh, at Polytechnique Marseille. So I flew uh, from Cameroon to France in 2012. And then in 2015, I was still, I was at my last engineering uh, year. And uh, yeah, that's where the idea came and say, oh, I want to, you know, launch this business. Um, and yeah, the underlying story just is to start at the beginning, the, the, the far beginning of how this idea came. It is, you know, in 2008, um, I was still in Cameroon. Um, my dad had a stroke. And then we took him to the central hospital of Yaoundé in Cameroon. And, uh, you know, in, here in Africa, it's a little bit like the U.S. You know, when you go to the, U, to, to the hospital, uh, you're asked to pay everything before you were taken in charge, you know. And uh, we didn't have enough money. Uh, we had to call our brothers and sisters, family members, etc. And at that time, we, we had no mobile money in Cameroon. So people had, had to like take taxis or walk or drive or come to, to the hospital with cash. And uh, unfortunately, yeah, they, they came a little bit late and I was carrying my dad in, in the waiting room and he, he died in my, in my, in my arms. Mm, I was gotcha. 16 at that, at, that, at, at that time. It was, I'll say, a very tough experience uh, but uh, I won't say that it's at that moment that the idea of Wika Shop came, but that's where the pain started. So I started like asking myself, how can somebody die? Because we, the hospital cannot take him in charge and the family members are coming uh, on their way to come to the hospital. But because we don't have cash, we have no way to move money like fast to the hospital. How can somebody die just like that? And that's where the frustration uh, uh, started. And then a few years later, I flew to France and that was my fifth year of engineering uh, uh, school. I'm a computer engineer. And uh, yeah, so I had the idea of building a, a payment solution that would make money, uh, you know, move faster in, in Africa. And uh, that's that's how we, we, we drafted, I'll say, the first version of WeCash Up with my team members. 
And I flew to San Francisco for a Google event. Uh, and uh, during that Google event, there was um, uh, a, a, a global startup competition organized by the, uh, the Startup Weekend of uh, San Francisco uh, in partnership with Google. And I presented WeCash. I pitched like 60 seconds, to be honest. I, I don't remember what I said that day. And, and But we want like $20,000. <laughs> I went on stage, I pitched, and we won $20,000. And I flew back to France and said, whoa, uh, I have to, uh, you know, to, to start this business and not just start building. And then, boom, my, my professors at school, they said, no, you cannot, you know, just finish school and then start a business. It is too risky, et cetera, et cetera. Our, my friend was not really supportive and all. And, but... In my side, like in in my heart, I had that burning story of seeing my dad uh, passing away. Say no, guys, I have to do it. I, I'm not doing it for myself. I'm doing it for all the kids in Africa and the world who went through a similar experience, and who could have lived a better life if a solution that we like we cash up existed at that time. So that's how we started. So. No support, really. And uh, I had a chance to meet Anisel, my co-founder. Uh, she has a, a finance background. She helped me build the business plan. And uh, yeah, I was the tech guy building the technology. And she was there to build uh, you know, everything that was like, related to the fine finance and administrative processes. And, and that's how we started. And uh, thanks to the $20,000 that we won uh, uh, in San Francisco, uh, we started a company in our student rooms. And finally, uh, you know, the story just kept going until today. We, I can say we, we, we processed 10, 10 billion US dollars and it's growing and growing. Yeah. What a story. And, and that's, that's beautiful. Um, even in like pain, you've been able to develop something that it's, I mean, it's bigger than you and it's, solving yeah. problems for so many people yeah. you know a whole country um mm. but how did you get over you know i mean you 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 got the you won the 20,000 around those who wanted to invest but mm -hmm. how did you get over or maybe you didn't have this problem but many people sometimes can feel like only if i was supported more and even now you know, maybe you're taking uh, or looking for angels or venture capital and the vultures, once they see the, the product work, they all want a piece of you, but they want a piece of it to really knock you out is what I tell all my clients. <laughs> they don't want you there. They just want your idea. We want to buy you out. Then we want you to manage it for us till we fully understand the ins and outs. And then we mm. want to get you out of there. It's happened to so many entrepreneurs. Yeah. You know that, but is there ever like a bitterness or a I'm smarter than you guys? You should be kissing <laughs> my feet. Um, you should be making me a minister um, because of where you are. I'm going to leave it there because we uh, we're, we're not going to go political, um, and we know why. Um, but you just the feeling because so I for that entrepreneur who is winning right now are about to win and then they're gonna tell everyone to you know they, they they're gonna tell everyone kiss my my butt whatnot um <laughs> you have to humble yourself on this road yeah. it's it, you know it's yeah. up and down and back up again so how have you dealt with those emotions those feelings 
Yeah, we, I think uh, as like most of the entrepreneurs, we went through the same experiences, you know, it was really tough at, at a certain point of time when people understood uh, the vision and the potential that we, you know, we are clearly uh, going to capture in the future. They were saying, okay, guys, you built something amazing and, uh, you know, want to throw money at you, but, you know, just go away. We, we went through, through that a lot of times. And uh, yeah, what I can say, what I can share with the other entrepreneurs who are listening to say, guys, uh, never forget why you started. And, uh, you know, my dad passed away in my arms. I was 16. And that is an image that would never leave my soul, you know. Uh, and every single time we go through tough moments, tough, like a lot of difficulties and all, I always remember that moment. And uh, it refuels me immediately. And uh, don't sell yourself, you know, uh, for, for nothing just because you are in a position that is difficult. And uh, yeah, always remember why you started and always make sure that the people who are getting into your adventure with you uh, will uh, have the same vision or have visions that align with yours. Uh, because you know, being an entrepreneur, of course, we are we are doing it to to make money. I think that is not the point. But make sure that when you're building, when you'll be 50 years old or I don't know, 70 years old, uh, saying the story to your grandchildren, you can be proud of what you did. And if somebody comes and try to you know uh, make you uh, go to another direction, you know. You know, it's better to say no. You know, I said no to so many investors, so many business partners, uh, because the vision didn't align, even if they were proposing a lot of money. But I knew that in my soul, it is something that I need to, to compensate because that experience took a, a portion of my life, a portion of my soul. And I know a lot of people are going through the same experience, and not only in Cameroon, because I'm coming from Cameroon, but in all of Africa and even in the world. And I, I think we need to build something that will make people remember that, yes, before we were going through this kind of experience, then some people came together with an idea and they, you know, they, they pulled up a lot of uh, energy, financial, uh, uh, um, uh, you know, and, and, and all to, to solve these problems. You know, today we are, you are in the U.S., I'm in Cameroon, you are talking, and we have people who built Zoom, which is something that is useful to the society. And that's the purpose of what we are trying to achieve, you know. So, yeah, that's what I can share with the, with, with, with the entrepreneurs who are listening to us. Like, guys, never forget why you started what you're doing today and if you if you didn't hear me when you were talking about your fathers you know i definitely uh said asha um just yeah. just for, for those <laughs> for, for you know we, we we can do it i can't do it in russian or chinese some of your other languages <laughs> that, you, that you know but there's something about losing a loved one especially a parent somebody close to you um yeah. that i almost think it makes you like unstoppable because yeah. what else can you lose like you get to see Man. what life really <laughs> is and was and so I get to go full force because you can't you know my mother passed I you couldn't take yeah I had my family 
But it's like, this is my mother and she's, you know, person never drank, smoked, nothing, you know, didn't do any of that. But cancer is unforgivable and death is for us all. But it's just, there's a a power almost that you get. Um, And I think it's because we want to make them proud, especially when it's a parent. Yeah, definitely. That is my truth. You know, today, there's nothing, you know, nothing that can make me, you know, move away from that, you know, purpose because I'm doing it on purpose today. You know, that's also what helps me uh, overcome like challenges when I, when we go through tough times and all, I always remember why I started and say, Hey, you know, today I'm 30 years old. We have uh, young kids, unfortunately, who are going through the same experience. Every single day I, I see people who are going through the same experience. I was like, okay, mine was it like, 14 years ago, you know, I lost my dad 14 years ago. And today people are still going through the same experiences. I know, like, this is so devastating to me. And said, no, I have to solve this problem before I leave this world. So we, we don't leave the world the way we found it when we came. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that is, you know, that is what it's about. Now, you know, with success comes great, great um, responsibility to want yeah. to just take care of other people. And the best is yet to come for you. But can you tell the audience, because it's my signature question, and, you know, you went from we cash up to we care up. But if you could tell everybody what your community give back is that you are doing, are that you'd like to do in the future. I mentioned we care up because I wanted to set you up like a good, you know, football <laughs> player or basketball yeah. player, whatever game people like to play. Um, <laughs> but yes, uh, give us, you know, tell us what have you done in that realm? Yeah. Uh, today, the, the We Cash Up app is, is free for mobile money agents. You know, uh, we want to make sure that they have tools that enable them to, you know, to work properly, you know, get out of the informal sector, become formal businesses and grow. And uh, yeah, we make money out of uh, buildings, other solutions for uh, master agents. You, you remember the people I told you, they're like wholesalers. So they, they are the people who pay us. And uh, we decided to go one step further for the agents. Um, we just launched um, the week, the, the week uh, we care up, as you said, we care up is, a, it's, it's also a platform uh, that is really focused on healthcare. That is complementary to we cash up. Uh, so all our agents have uh, a free health insurance. Uh, that is also part of the, the continuity of my story. That's why I, I, I shared my story with you for you to understand why today we give free health insurance to people. Because uh, you know, if my dad had a health insurance that day, maybe he would. He will have still be alive today, uh, but unfortunately he, he hadn't, and uh, yeah, he passed away because he had to move money to the hospital, and uh, yeah, so we decided to give free health insurance to all our our agents, and uh, my dream is to keep you know expanding that solution. Uh, so after covering the mobile money agents who are our first partners, I want to expand it to the end users to make health insurance accessible to everyone, uh, uh, not, not only in Cameroon, but across Africa. Because I strongly believe that we can make money 
like from other areas. I was saying mobile money, we can make money out of mobile money and then take a portion of that money or that revenue to offer health insurance uh, to, to people or make it accessible or try our best, you know, health, you know, you can lose everything and still have the opportunity to restart. But the day you lose your health, you lose everything. And uh, to me, it's the biggest capital that a human being can have. And that is what should be and must be protected. And uh, that's where I'm currently investing the rest of my life to make sure that people in Africa have access to basic financial services and also to basic healthcare uh, across the continent. So that's my dream, that what, what I'm working toward to, and uh, I'm not there yet. And I, I, we, need, we need help, we need support, we need other people to join us, to invest in us, to partner with us and help us uh, expand this uh, to the 54 African countries. Can you explain to the people just, um, you know, having that insurance and, you know, how we care up or how insurance works if you get sick? Because I can remember 15, 20 years ago talking mm-hmm. about things that I thought would work, especially in Cameroon, and people yeah. would laugh and say, Kelly, you have no idea how things are. And I've also had a sick child while being in Cameroon where, you know, doctors are um, not always in the rush um, mm-hmm. based on their, their schedule. Um, and you know, and, and it's like, as a parent, you're like, hold on, what is going on? The doctor's having coffee, my child, all they need is a simple IV. Now I'm very fortunate and blessed that, you know, I travel with my physician, um, my favorite physician at least, but the (laughs) fact that, that, you know, you, you, people would say no to have insurance in, in Africa does by the time they process your paperwork, you could be, you know, dead. And so can you talk about how, what you have seen, because somebody might say, well, yeah, I have insurance, but the hospital didn't process the paperwork. Uh Uh, The doctor still didn't move fast enough to give the Uh medicine needed because they wanted me to pay cash or they Uh wanted, you know, some cash in their hand. So talk about that process when you really need it and you don't have time to, Uh you know, negotiate with people. Yeah, that, that is a very good question. Because when we started, you know, with the, with the from the pain that I just described, when you know uh, the experience uh, that my family and I went through, uh, when I came back to Cameroon, I said, guys, something has to change. And the first thing that I did was to study how you know health insurances were working in Cameroon. And of course, I realized that, you know, like less than 5% of the population had like health insurance and uh, people were not really used to it. Uh, They was just saying, no, it is for rich people. And also my first challenge was to say, okay, how can we make it affordable? Like, how can we lower the price and make it accessible, affordable for for, like anybody, you know, in, 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 in the country? And then we, we, we partnered with uh, a, a health insurance company that is called Activa. They are present in 42 African countries. And uh, I said, guys, I presented my vision to them. I said, guys, we have a distribution network uh, with uh, more than 100,000 mobile money agents. And uh, today people don't have health insurance because it was, you know, it is still difficult for them to move from their places 
to come to your big office in Douala or Yaoundé to uh, to subscribe for a for, for a health insurance. So let's let me just digitalize the whole process. So the, the process of of like subscribing to a health insurance. So we we completed automated the process. We digitalized the process. And we enable uh, people to subscribe for a health insurance at a mobile money agent outlet. So instead of walking to Activa's office, now you can go to any agent, like as I said, mom and pop stores. You go anywhere in a very small, like informal shop, you go there and you can you can subscribe uh, to, uh, to a health insurance. And the second thing, as I said, is like we really lowered the price. Uh, we low, I think the lowest, the, the lowest uh, health insurance with we cash up is 16 US dollars per year. 16 US dollars per year uh, means like five cents per, oh, sorry, let me, per year. This, this is uh, once, one, $1 per, uh, per month. And then per day, this is like practically five cents per day. So this is really, really affordable. This is the, 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 the smallest health insurance uh, that, that, that uh, people can get access to through, through us uh, or, or through our mobile money agents. So we really reused the mobile money distribution network to, to uh, the same way mobile operators use them to sell mobile money to the mass market. Now we reuse the same mobile money agents to, to, to make uh, health insurance accessible at, at a very, very low price. And that, that was the first, the, the first challenge that we had to address, like accessibility and, affordability, uh, and, and the affordability. The second uh, part was on the, I'll say, the, uh, the hospital side, because as you said, if I'm a doctor and I have two patients, one will say I have a health insurance and the second one say I have, I have, I have cash. By default, the you know the doctor will have the preference to start with the one who have cash. So had to we also had to tackle uh, that that by reducing the time of, from the moment the the, the patient come to the uh, to the hospital to the to the uh, moment uh, the doctor get paid. So we worked a lot with our with our uh, health insurance partner to make sure that. The, the doctors are paid within three days to make sure to, to reduce the difference between the, the person who will come with cash and the person who will come with the health insurance. So it's a work in progress, but my goal, I will dedicate my whole life to making sure that all the people in uh, Cameroon first and then expand to the world of Africa have access to basic financial services and basic health care when they go to the hospital uh, at any moment in the day or night. So yeah, it's a work in progress. And and I thought when you start paying people even in Bitcoin and let that <laughs> or crypto and let that, you know, the doctor said, hold on, you guys sent me so much crypto. I don't even need to be a doctor anymore. I'm out of here. No, no. <laughs> we, we want the doctors to stay. We need the doctors. We need the nurses. And, and that's a beautiful thing. Exactly, and, and we are we are even currently studying how we can make sure that the money that would be received by the doctor because they received uh, a patient with a, with a health insurance is higher than if somebody pays with cash directly. I'm currently working on that to make sure that the funds from the 
from the health insurance can maybe go through a, I'll say, uh, I don't know, a trading platform before so to make sure we kind of uh, uh, like make that money grow before uh, the doctors receive. So it's, it's a work in progress to, to make doctors prefer people with health insurance. So yeah, it's a work in progress and I hope we, yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> Yeah, or, or just to, to move, you know, um, to, to move. I, I just am always amazed if I if I see you sitting or sitting in the hallway and a simple thing like an IV, especially for a child. But I've heard things in, in hospitals, you know, at that same hospital where um, they've said, you know, maybe 30 years prior, whole different staff, of course. But they say, you know, why are they rushing me? Um, you know, if the, if the child dies, would it be the first one to die? And that type of mentality <laughs> is like, hold on. Now we have cameras. Now we have phones that can record. Mm. I think that makes people more accountable. But yeah. it, it, when you hear stuff like that, you're like, what is what is going on? Like, and yeah. because, you know, if you have a child and something happens, I, it might just be the American in me and I'm a dual citizen, people know, but mm-hmm. it, I mean, it's going to be the equivalent of what you guys hear when people say Allah Akbar, if there's yeah. something you can do for my child and you didn't do it, you mm. won't have to worry about coming into work tomorrow. And that yeah. will be fine for someone like myself to face whatever those consequences are, but you don't play with people's children's or wives or lives. So, you know, definitely, um, Definitely. I think, uh, yeah, people still need to be educated. You know, unfortunately, when you're a doctor and you see a lot of things every day, sometimes the sense, you know, the, the, the level of sensitivity reduces, but this is also, I'll say when you are a parent, as a parent, you should, you know, uh, uh, take care of other people's kids the same way you take care of your own kids. So, yeah, we need, uh, yeah, this, this, it, as I said, it's a work in progress. We need to keep educating educators because um, I, I think to me, uh, the doctors and all these people and all of us, of course, we are educators. We, we have to get educated about, you know, taking care of other people's kids the same way we take care of our own kids. And uh, yeah, somebody can come with their kids when you don't know, maybe your kid is at school and it's going through the same experience. So yeah, you're completely right on that. Yes. And and somebody's thinking, hey, Kellen, I didn't know you were Muslim. No, you guys, I'm, I'm, I'm not a Muslim, but you understand <laughs> when most Christians, especially in the Western media, when they hear yeah. that, they don't hear God is great. They don't hear anything. They hear, yeah. oh no, <laughs> it's about to be on. And that's why they do not no. mess with Muslims. No, be, you know, you don't mess with Muslims and people don't mess with the LGBT because there's all type of backlash <laughs> that you're going to have to deal with. Um, but, you know, I, I couldn't tell you anything about that other community that you know, that's just not not my my thing. But if you could tell the people who are listening, um, I am part of a venture fund here locally in America, and I know other venture capitalists and uh, vultures and angels listen Could you talk about if you are even opening it up for other investors, what that looks like and where to go to find out more details? Okay, so um, we are currently fundraising. We are currently raising uh, $25 million. 
uh, to accelerate. I told you, you know, we, we, we started in Cameroon as a pilot country and uh, we grew really, really fast. We grew 900,000% uh, over the last uh, 15 months. It is absolutely crazy. Things are going really, really fast. And uh, Cameroon is not the largest country in Africa. So if we were able to process like 10 billion US dollars uh, in Cameroon, uh, we, are, we, we believe we can, we can do like 10 times more in Nigeria. So Nigeria is eight times bigger than Cameroon. And uh, we are also targeting DRC. So that is the largest Francophone country in Africa with 100 million, 100 million uh, uh, inhabitant uh, population. Uh, so Cameroon, uh, Nigeria, DRC, and also we need more uh, funding to uh, expand uh, our technology uh, to these markets and progressively to, to all the, the, the other African countries. So it's $25 million uh, raised. Um, we are currently doing it uh, through convertible uh, notes. So uh, for people who are interested, they can just uh, send us an email at admin admin at wecashup.com. Uh, and then I will reply and uh, share more details uh, with you. So basically, that's what we are, we are raising $25 million to expand. And, uh, and uh, we are doing it uh, through convertible notes. Yeah. And what about, you know, you mentioned some, some great countries, but I would not be a um, honorable Sierra Leonean if I didn't say, how much does someone need to bring it into a country? Because if, let's say, Salon says, you know what, we want this, um, how much would someone need to be able to cover that market because Sierra Leone is, you know, not big either, but mm-hmm. it's an opportunity. And, and right now we have agents all around doing the gambling yeah. for people who yeah. want to gamble and be, Hey, you want to bet, you want to bet, but this is something too, that people need. So not that you, I, I'm looking for the final number, but to come to Sierra Leone, just the starting point, you know, there um, has to be someone, you know, who brings it. Yeah, yeah. So what what we generally do is uh, first, it is easier to get into a country with one of our shareholders. What we do is we, we in, in when we, we decide to to, uh, to open a new country, we check all all our shareholders who are from that country. We sit down with them, and then uh, we draw we draw a business plan uh, that is uh, shaped for the size of the market, for the local realities, and all because you cannot you, you know you, you cannot expand or you know uh, or grow your business in Cameroon the same way you, you do it in Nigeria every single African country is really different so there is really to dig dive into uh, uh, the local realities of the country and especially with the people who are from there and uh, depending on the local realities I cannot really give you a number like one million dollar or less or more it really depends on the country but uh, yeah, Sierra Leone, we already tested with Cash Up in Sierra Leone because I, I told you about the, the countries that are live, but uh, we are also uh, testing the platform silently with some of our partners and investors in local, in some other countries, including Sierra Leone. Um, so yeah, if you are interested, especially for, you know, like interested in Sierra Leone, yeah, we can talk and then we, we work together in expanding the, the technology there. But uh, yeah. 
Okay, well, we're definitely connected and we can definitely talk about that. I tell you guys all the time listening or, or watching that the best conversations happen offline because sometimes that's where the money is made, at least on <laughs> our end. But, you know, if you want to learn more before Cedric writes his book, um, then they turn it into a movie before Dr. and King Stevens, my guy, turns it into a movie and takes another shot, um, you know, you can go contact him with serious inquiries. If you're serious and if you know you're ready, do not go kick around the tires. Have okay. some type of plan or some type of capital ready to go. Cedric, I thank you. Do you have any last words for the people? Yeah, I just say, guys, Africa is not the future of the world. It's the present of the world. So for those who are still hesitating and, you know, people have been seeing Africa. When people say Africa, you know, invest, global investors hear risk, 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 risk everywhere. Man, things have changed. And mobile operators are doing crazy in Africa. The mobile money uh, industry in Africa processed 1,000 billion US dollars in one year, last year. This is crazy. And it's expected to grow like 20 to 30% every single year. So, Man, it is men and women. It's the time. So join us. Join us. Let's let's come to Africa and uh, build like sustainable businesses that have a serious impact, positive impact in millions, even billions of people's lives. So yeah, welcome to Africa. Thank you for your time, Kellen. Thank you all for for all. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for listening, watching. You guys make sure that if you do nothing else, you share this with someone. It will change their life. Be blessed, y'all. Hey, family, on November 20th through December 1st, 2022, we will have the all-inclusive Kenya trip. Now, a lot of times people have said, Phil, when's the next trip we'd like to go? I want to see Africa for myself, but well, this is the time to go. Everything will be taken care of. All the excursions are paid. You can do monthly payments. You know, they'll have a safari and a six city tour. You will see Charlie Island, which is something that we did not see last time on the tour. This tour will be 12 days instead of seven days. So make sure to secure your place on the trip by going to www.wbsbs.com, make your deposit, and then you can start making your payments and we'll see you in Kenya. Are you tired of the rat race in America? Are you ready to visit the motherland to relax and rejuvenate? Are you ready to explore all that Africa has to offer? Then check out the brand new Diversified Game Academy course, Prepare for My First Trip to Africa. Are you worried about being able to afford the trip? We got you. We will show you how to travel either on a budget or as a baller. Learn how to stress the value of the USD. Did you know that 100 United States dollars is worth over 1,000 South African rand or 10,000 Kenyan shillings? or 54,250 West African CFA. Are you worried about taking your kids? Get the game from Kellen Cash, a bona fide world traveler, having traveled to almost 20 countries, several of those in Africa. Get the game on taking your kids on their first trips. Learn how to find the best tickets, get the visas, and plan your own adventures in Africa. Don't let Eddie Murphy have all the fun. Plan your own coming to Africa trip starring you, produced by you, and featuring you. If you are ready for a life-changing experience, sign up for our course today, Diversified Game Academy. Get prepared and purchase at DiversifiedGame.com.